0: And welcome to another episode of Zing This This is going to be a really fun episode Because we're going a little bit outside the box with stuff But still staying in the realm of comics and the paranormal Which on Zing This we love to dabble in But of course you're probably wondering Who's that wonderful voice talking to you? Well, it's not me It's my co-host, Eric Me? Yes Hello, me Uh, but, But I'm Zinger You got Eric And we're joined by the Hand of Fate himself Manos, hand, everybody. Yeah,
1: Manos. I have Manos. So. <laughs> the master will see you now. <laughs>
0: well, sir, it is great to have you on Um, and just... I'll, I'll get into what we're discussing, but how you doing,
1: sir? How you? I'm doing? I'm doing well. It's it's been a while. I, it, I couldn't even tell you the last time I was on. So. It, it has. It was before
2: I was, ho- uh, yeah. officially yeah. a host.
1: Yeah,
0: it was. A, it was a while back, but but we got you back on, and ironically, some more nerdy comic book talk from you. But yeah, well, also,
1: it's almost like I'm being typecast, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we're also having some cryptid stuff. So something Ooh, else yeah, you wheel. dabble in? So it's all well, well.
1: it's all my wheelhouse. yep.
0: So. I had this idea a while back, and um, it's been floating around, and I decided to finally execute it. And what it is, is not Order 66, but... Um, ah, I see what you did there. Yes, thank you. Um, sorry, Star Wars stuff everywhere, so I was like, ah, Order 66. You should have a Star oh. Wars podcast. I... <laughs> <laughs> I do. What? No. Um... So, what I, but what it's I thought. really
1: personally just records it himself and then deletes it. <laughs> it's Star Wars
0: fanfic. <laughs> it, it is. Um,
1: it's Star Wars Denver the Last Dinosaur crossover <laughs> fanfic. Who told you? <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so my idea was to have a discussion on since we all love comics and we all love cryptids, what cryptids would make like a good comic book character? And, you know, like what powers would they have, stuff like that. And yes, I will point this out. Plenty of cryptids are comic book characters or have been featured in comics, but I thought a fresh start from some paranormal some from some lovers of paranormal might be fun to do. Yeah. So we all drew straws at the beginning, and I actually drew the shortest one. So yes. I will go first in the cryptid I chose and I'm not trying as Brett said, Typecast. I'm not trying to typecast my cryptids, but I was able to come up with a great, I believe, premise powers and storyline for mine mothman
1: woo woo.
2: i had yeah. a feeling that was where you were gonna go i didn't want to say you know, anything
0: but
1: i'm in chicago and it's kind of like he he moved up here he's he's in the news here like every other week now
0: so <laughs> i i have i have heard that but yet no calamity yet so no and he never
1: <laughs> comes and visits so mm.
0: you 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 keep that open mic there on your show don't don't you for him <laughs> just for in case you, you, you keep know, like, it beside the
1: lamp I've. Got, I was just gonna say I've got a lamp in my window just in case.
0: <laughs> so, um, so the premise of this is, of course, I we we pick a cryptid, and then we kind of go, you know, what their powers would be, what who their like adversary would be, whether they're good, evil, and like a uh, antihero stuff like that. So I'm gonna go into, of course, mine is Mothman, and I'm gonna say that he is an interdimensional traveler, and that he is more on the side of good more so than evil, but he is. Hunted by the men in black who are interdimensional police, basically. Or interdimensional forces that are after him. And I will say his powers... Are you guys ready for this? He's attracted to light. Well, he, duh. <laughs> I mean, he's a moth. He eats clothes.
1: <laughs>
0: Sorry. You're you're making this worse. His powers are he is able to create bad luck around him, but he can't control the severity of it. Ooh. And when he, like... Yeah. When too much pressure or when he's getting like panicky, he can't control how much it how much happens, and it could do something as serious as have a bridge collapse.
1: I think I dated him in my early 20s. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so I guess the premise for my I mean, there's his powers. Um, I'm, I'm going he, but it could be a she. I don't know. There, there could be two of them. I don't, so that, that, that is the thing. I'm just pitching ideas to myself as i'm sitting here so so my my idea was that and of course you know if everyone knows the story of point pleasant West Virginia, and the Mothman, like a lot of people did have some bad luck around them with like getting mm-hmm. ch- conjunctivitis or you know having stuff like that but then the men in black came around so of course they could be hunting him in the comic and everything and of course the powers are something really cool that's something that's kind of i guess not it's kind of i guess the reverse of um domino from Deadpool, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. which it's funny because i remember when they were talking about um actually in the movie deadpool when when she's like oh my power is luck based it's just luck i have good luck and deadpool makes the comment well that's not really fun to animate or see oh, on right. screen but how, then it totally how, was <laughs> yeah then it totally was so that's kind of the premise here of like if he's being chased by like like he's flying and then there's you know men in black in a car behind him like a tree branch falls down like, which, as he flies by, it his wing nicks it, and it's enough to make it fall. Which, in no, all
2: honesty, if you think about Domino's powers, that's kind of what they were. Like they were good luck. They were luck for her. For her, but it was sort of like, but it was helping. But it was, it was definitely bad luck for everyone else. So, but I could see, but she kind of had control over it. Like, it, but I, but there, I see where the difference is, though, where it is yeah. sort of like she's controlling it but not whereas he's like oh crap i can't control this
0: always that 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 is a really weird power in comics though like to be honest i mean if you think about it like the ability to control like luck's in your favor right and it's like oh gum will jam or there's like an extra bullet that you didn't realize was in the like it's stuff like that with her i'm like i've never gotten that but i mean like I said the movies make it make sense i don't know if you had anything brent
1: well, and a- she was also, like, a little bit more abstract than that could be, too. Because remember, she was like, I have no I- idea why I'm even doing this. I'm just on for the ride. And then at uh. the end, when they get to the orphanage, she goes, "Huh, oh, this is where I was grew up or tortured. So, like, even, <laughs> like, the big grand scheme was, was luck for her, too, outside of her being able to-, to control it.
0: Interesting. So I think the cool storyline would be that, you know... He's a he, the, the mothman is traveling, is trying to get away, and it's in Point Pleasant. And of course, you know, being hunted by the men in black, and then you have, you know, the, who are they working for kind of storyline can develop and stuff like that. So I thought that would be very cool. Now, kind of be the main adversary, and of course, you can always have team ups with like Bigfoot mm-hmm. or, or, or to keep it West Virginia based. The Flatwoods Monster. <laughs> the Flatwoods
2: monster. I, was, I, was, I was getting ready to say uh, Joe Manchin, but...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Self-promotion time. Self-promotion time. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to be at uh, Mothman Festival this year doing a live show. Uh, awesome. I mean, I'll yeah. be there. In Point Pleasant, I, West Virginia. I will
0: definitely be there for that as well for that show. I will also be putting on my own live show, which means if you come find me, I'll be live wherever you find me. I you probably won't I
2: be there. I'm going to get dropped <laughs> off at the Spencer uh, West Virginia McDonald's where they still make pizza.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right, no more. <laughs> we'll save this for afterwards. <laughs> save the pizza from McDonald's for afterwards. <laughs>
1: hey, when I was in college, our, our McDonald's there had pizza, and I ate the hell out of it. It was awesome.
0: There we go. <laughs> See, it, it all comes around. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> that <laughs> yes. is a hot take. Um. So, Mr. Hand...
1: Okay, I'm up, and uh, I, I chose I chose one, and I did a little spin on it, so you've all probably heard of the Chupacabra. chupacabra. Well, I chose the Chupacabra. He was a Mexican <laughs> Federale turned cryptid cop. A lone federale is, produ- is pursuing drug runners in the bowels of Baja, Mexico when he runs into a goat at high speeds during <laughs> the cold moon on Leap Year. The goat's blood gets in his mouth forever changing him into the scourge of the mexican underbelly the chupacabra oh and he he thirsts for blood of goats constantly but hey you know justice so
2: i totally see a chupacabra like in full police gear like not like a like it's just like the blue shirt cap and i he's he's got like a donut and then like a just a cup of red goat's blood he's just drinking it yeah just like yeah Yeah, just, just very casually
1: the, the the really chancy cup that always has like the, the cards on it to see if you can like you know make a full house or whatever remember those ones you can have yes. the dispenser <laughs> I actually put a uh, I'll send this to you right now Justin I okay. uh, I, I made a little picture of them for you too
0: oh you uh, show me show me show me all right hold on hold on it's, I don't it's, want
1: to it's, see it I'll will Facebook it to you here uh, where's at?
0: Do, do, do. Oh, I thought Doing you like it No, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. He's, he's he's sending it. It's 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 instant, but it's, it's taking time.
1: Yeah, I think I sent it.
0: I haven't gotten anything yet. Hold on. I got a thumbs up from you. There oh my god!
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. That is awesome. <laughs> I but I'm, I'm sad I didn't come up with the cup of blood because I feel okay. like I cheated myself. I cheated everyone at home. Oh, I almost, I almost forgot. His powers. Yes, yes. So, what are his powers? Uh, they're threefold, and I hope you're ready for this. <laughs> Strength, speed, and wisdom of a goat. <laughs>
2: He knows how to scale the most sheer cliffs, just like unimaginably. Just <laughs> reek, 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 yeah. Reek, reek, reek.
1: yeah, he's really good at jumping up and down <laughs> off of things, you know. And, and eating tin cans. I was, I
2: was just gonna say, he's instead of a donut, it's just a tin can, but in the <laughs> but kind of cut out, so it's like a donut. He's dipping it in the goat's blood.
1: <laughs> Chupacapra. <laughs> this fall on Fox, <laughs> <laughs> they represented as a reality show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, man. I, I was not expecting that at all. Like, none of that. So I apologize for all my giggling in the background that entire time. For, because For anyone at home
1: that is not enjoying this photo, what it was is I went online and I found a picture of what is supposed to be a chupacabra. And then I put a sombrero on him and a gun and a badge.
0: <laughs> I, You know what? I was going to call you out on it, but I'm like, no, it's just too creative. And I know he did that at home. <laughs> Oh man, that is great. That is that 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 is great. So so, who would his, like, I guess, villain or adversary be?
1: Uh, I think he's he's going after the cartels. Oh you yeah know? yeah
0: yeah right. You did say the
1: cartels. And then also illegal goat trading. <laughs> is know. is that rampant in, <laughs> or in maybe, baja mexico? Or maybe, yeah yeah, but then again, he's eating the goats, so <laughs> they. Uh, we're gonna have to flush that one out later. <laughs> whole
0: story arc where, where where it's like is he good is he evil or is he just want goats maybe all three <laughs> <laughs> awesome awesome uh
2: you're up sir okay so there's a couple reasons i wanted to go last so first off uh the 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 sort of cryptid thing i chose isn't really a cryptid so much as it's a weird phenomenon right. that we talked about you and i first talked about when we were talking about our crypt things back around halloween yes um Also, because I figured what you two might be talking about would help us kind of lead to a sort of shared expanded universe oh uh, so are you getting the avengers together i am getting and actually i i, I was and you all went perfectly along with where i wanted to go with this because i'm like great this is totally going to lead to lead to an avengers like crossover so anyway uh i'm going to kind of start reading the the so i had this idea when you when you mentioned this to me back like last year and i just <laughs> wrote it out like about an hour before we got together and uh so i'm gonna just start kind of reading some of these notes i wrote out and you'll kind of see where i'm going with so uh the story actually starts in 1965 during the cold war uh the cold war is not actually real it is a front uh that the the soviets and the u.s created to distract from at the very end of world war ii uh they there was a nazi experiment that they had torn uh a, fa- a hole in the fabric of, blah, i cannot talk the fabric of reality uh, and it led to this weird alternate dimension where all these cryptozoological Ooh. creatures started invading earth um they found that uh these um these rifts could only be um kind of closed somewhat with these streams of data they couldn't be completely closed but it was sort of like putting a band-aid on them uh and so to kind of have these quick ways of trying to close them they created number stations
0: oh, oh wow. so they
2: hypothesized that if the rifts could be closed from the other side they would be permanently sealed shut but when humans cross the barrier they instantly die uh, enter a man named Marco Walker. Where did that name come from? I had it in a dream one time, and I don't know Marco Walker, but he's the name I chose for this guy. Uh, he's an amateur shortwave radio enthusiast, and one night during a particularly severe electrical storm, uh, he picked up. He picked up one of the uh, on his ham radio. He picked up one of the number station signals being translated or uh, transmitted. Uh, the unstable atmosphere kind of hit his his house and he actually his body turned into pure data and he was transmitted directly into the crypto realm and survived going in uh he's untrained in any sort of combat he's just an average joe and he's like oh shit what the hell uh however uh once he actually made it to the other side he realized that he could all of a sudden sort of instantly uh, teleport around and he could actually uh turn these radio waves into like blasts of radio waves that would destroy (laughs) that could destroy a lot of these things and could seal it up so uh the the he he gets out he closes a rift it's the first time since this happened in 20 years that uh they've been able to successfully close one of these rifts so the the soviets and the u.s they find out about it and they start training him as their new living weapon con C-O-N-E-T, which is named after the oh, Connet Project.
0: The Connet. Oh, man, you are going deep.
2: So uh, so he travels around the world via number stations whenever one of these rifts pop up, and he has to fight sort of a, a cryptid of the weak uh, that has escaped into this dimension. However, there is a nefarious power left over from uh, from when this happened. He wants to finish what the Nazis started. That's where I left off. I don't know who the bad guy Ooh. is, but it's some sort of like remnant of the Nazi regime. Uh, but also has, it's kind of one of those deep in the, kind of like Hydra almost, where it's like deeper into the uh, whatever. I was a little inspired by this between, first off, I told you before, like I find number stations to be incredibly, fascinating. Uh, very fascinating. Um, and then the story, I kind of pulled a mixture of kind of the previous, the most recent season of um, Stranger Things. Um, and the game that came out for Nintendo Switch last year, Astral Chain, That involves going into these other dimensions and closing rifts and stuff like that. So a little bit of a little bit of those two things, but I also wanted to really instill that that number station thing because I find them incredibly fascinating and weird, and who knows what their purposes are. But
1: we we did an episode of those on Hysteria Fifty One, and I mean, no matter what, the, the whole idea of these Cold War era. Spy station still running. It's so fun. It it's is so fascinating. It's like and what we, is being transmitted for decades. <laughs> right, and you listen to them, and you know they make no sense. No. <laughs> you know when you hear them, and it's it's Yosemite Sam and right woman speaking and stuff, and you're just like somewhere someone's reading that and be like. I will assassinate that man. (laughs) Like, oh shit, you know,
2: Exactly. And so, like, one of the things I thought of was it – and I didn't get this far into writing it down, but at one point, because he's doing all this data, he's instantly transmitting. It's messing with his aging process, so he has extended life. So it would kind of come into the modern day. But he would still – because I imagine this guy being somewhere like – Kind of one of those vague, where he could be, like, late teens, but also up to, like, late 20s, kind of, like... he's a Hollywood
0: actor. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He's, like, a
2: 20-year-old playing a high school kid. But I imagine being, like, post-high school, maybe post-college, but also not, like, a gruff, grizzled adult or whatever. But I imagine, like, he's, like, in the modern day, and he hasn't aged that much because of him being in this other dimension where all these cryptos are coming from and uh, he can then team up cuz this big bad comes and he teams up with Mothman
1: and Chupacabra.
0: I just assumed the Chupacabra was still just down in Mexico. <laughs>
1: well yeah that's where that's where that's where he gets transmitted to giving uh, his his battle cry. Ay, 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 yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um
0: so you you have you have once again to cast I believe uh, Tom Holland in another Yes, Tom Holland
2: would be the uh, and actually, there's a little bit of Freakazoid in there, too.
0: There is a little there's bit a little, of Freakazoid. I, I was
2: sitting there, I was like, there's one more thing, and I couldn't think of it beforehand. And as I was talking, I was like, wait, there's some, there's some uh, Dexter Douglas. Nerd Computer Ace. When he was surfing on the internet, he got sapped to cyberspace.
0: He turned into the Freakazoid.
2: And I forget the rest. The strongest
0: super freak. <laughs> he drives the villains crazy because he's a lunatic. I could keep going. I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a Freakazoid episode, by the way, at some point. We can do that. It's, it's just, it's one of, it, was, was that something you ever got into there, Brad?
1: No, I'm familiar with it, but no. Oh.
0: It's hilarious. It, 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 it is meme, it is meme the TV show before memes were a thing, in my yes. opinion. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, as, as for your, your idea, I, I, I like the, the uh, number stations thing they they are mysterious and maybe that is what's going on with them. Yeah. I mean prove at this point prove me wrong on that. Exactly. Um, that could
2: I, this could be like completely out the door because it could be 100% true. Brett, there's,
0: some guy, there's some guy
2: there's <laughs> some guys standing at your door right now actually. I think they were listening. There's like a guy in a military uniform and and is it me or is it like getting really fuzzy? And... <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: so so Brett you you guys covered this. Did you come to any conclusions on um On what you guys thought it was or any... With number stations? Well, you know, I
1: I did speak to a special forces operator, and they talked about how sometimes low tech is the best tech you can have because it's hard to to send information out to people. And a lot of them were... um, The the guy I'd spoke to, and I'm going to get this wrong, I can't remember, but he'd been inside one of them that was ran by... um, British Special Forces, MI5 or whatever it was. Um, I can't remember which one it was. And it, the, he said that it was just um, sending sending info that's, you know, um, garbled in one way or another, and they, and they can, you know, decode it. Hmm. So he, he made it sound not nearly as exciting and sexy as as what i hope them to be but you know we can pretend he's just a disinformation agent screw him <laughs> exactly um no but yeah it's um you know there's so many of them and 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 stuff like that and it's a deep dive if you ever go into it it's a deep dive and even, yeah. you know there's been so many times where like there's background noise and people have devoted years of their life to just recording these and those stations don't come on all the time it might be nine months and it comes on for 30 seconds right Mm -hmm. that's it and then that the rest of the time it's nothing and people are recording it all the time just in case
0: you do so so in your opinion is this the original podcast (laughs)
1: right exactly
2: Hey everyone! Welcome to two nine six fourteen three zero <laughs> nine two
1: three. Oh, i am going to get that rabbit? Yeah. <laughs> oh, your
2: varmint!
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I know it's been nine months since our last episode, but uh, we're back.
0: Almost as consistent as Toby's podcasting.
1: Brought to you by Blue Chew. Blue Chew. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. So you guys also have, Okay, you guys also did cover Mothman. Right, and you yeah. guys came to a very, very interesting conclusion. Well, on that.
1: speaking uh, speaking of uh, the exact same special forces guy <laughs> that we had talked to, uh, they this is from um, Soldier Fortune magazine. It came out that that um, right outside of Point Pleasant, well, not Point Pleasant, but yeah, right like where yeah. all this stuff happened is their jump school, and. When they jump at night, they do halo jumps, which is high altitude, low opening of their shoots. Um, they have uh, red lights on the front of them so you can see if you're coming or going. Like, green on one side and red on the other. And one of their guys, supposedly, he they said, um, overshot and went over the road and over a car. And that <laughs> yeah. was the big story. Now, he they said, you know... That that was the end of it, you know, and that's it. And then kind of uh, imaginations run wild and it was zooming over them and attacking them and chasing them. And there's probably a happy medium somewhere in there, but at least that's what they said, you know. And he said that, um, you know, that was the laugh that they always got, at least that first, not the bridge falling down, but the first uh, official sighting of it was, probably just a dude halo jumping with his red uh they call him like kim lights on and they're like it's a monster you know like the flatwoods monster which you know you know i forget six or seven people saw it and you have six or seven completely different uh uh descriptions of it and 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 how it happened and how long it was there and everything so
0: did you guys cover that one? You guys covered that one too. Did you?
1: We did. And we did. You, yeah.
0: And that was like a rocket or something that was. Ah
1: uh, no. They, well, supposedly a. I mean, a, a meteorite did uh, go through there, and they thought that what it was, what the people say, the 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 non-fun people of the world say, it was a <laughs> barn owl. It was a barn owl. Uh, ah
0: no. I okay. All right. Here's me being. Buzz Killzinger. I have seen images of barn owls doing the thing where they take their wings and they put them up behind their head, mm. and what does well, that make? It, a
1: and spade. when they come, yeah, and when they come up like that too, a lot of times they'll put their 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 legs forward, and one of the things was it had short like legs with claw talons mm-hmm. for hands, and so it it you know unfortunately it's more fun to say yeah it's this or that but a lot of times when you start bringing it down you're like yeah you know i maybe mean maybe so
0: I, I i'd like to think i grew up like not in the woods but around enough stuff I, actually have you ever seen an owl yeah oh absolutely yeah Okay. yeah yep. i i've seen very few mm-hmm. oh no, i've seen it before yeah but i mean it's something i would know oh hey that's an owl
2: so that, but they're, but they can be, but they'll be, they can be very scary looking, especially because they're so. I mean, it's just they're, they're kind of weird anyway with the way their heads just kind of turn spin. around. And think about too when they're, they're nocturnal, and when they're flying, we obviously humans are not nocturnal. So if you see one at night, you're catching a flash of one, and it's gonna be frozen in some sort of thing. And if you see it with its wings up like that for a split second, you're gonna be like, oh my god, that thing is a ten foot tall monster with giant pointy the thing owl that you're, face.
1: You're, the thing that your brain does is when you see a flash of something it fills in the 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 missing pieces yeah. with whatever and that's just a a fact of of human nature now sometimes you can go well, that's not what I saw you, <laughs> you think you, you know like your dog walks in the room and you think you saw like a person and they're oh no it's just my dog or right or, i mean that might be a bad example but that happens and it happens sometimes, like, if you're in the middle of the night and you see a flash and you're going to investigate what turns out to be a meteor strike right. or impact or whatever. And then you see a owl for a split second. You might go, shit, alien. Or, mm-hmm. And this one is one of those things where it's, it's a monster. It's an alien. It's a robot. Like, it's all crazy because they all reported different things. Uh, yeah. Like, your, your brain, your mind plays tricks on you. For better or for worse i'm not saying that that's exactly what it was but that is just a fact that you, your brain does do that
2: i i remember this one time in college i was it was i was with some friends and we were walking across campus and it was it was kind of late at night and it wasn't too terribly it was like a, it was like on a thursday or something like that we were coming back from the library from working on a project and we walked past this one academic building that was it was closed for the evening but there were some lights on in the background and we all just happened to look up. And at the same time, we thought we saw a like, person staring at us. And it was one of those things where it kind of had like a m- weird movement to it. And all three of us saw it at the same time. We're like, what the hell was that? And it turns out, because we, st- we like froze for like a solid minute. But then we realized we started moving. It just happened. It was one of those like collapsible like accordion walls. Oh, yeah. And it, was j- it just so happened, the- it was like kind of like partially open. And the ex- the right angle we were at, it looked like a person just staring at us, like a very sinister, dark as the background. There was like a, there were like computer monitors on, and it just was it was describing it. It doesn't sound scary at all, but it was very. If you were there, you have been like, "Holy shit!" When all three of us saw, it, we're like, "What is that?" And. As soon as we started kind of slightly moving, we were like oh it's this accordion wall thing but it was very weird and yes exactly our minds immediately went to this there was no logic there it was the the lizard part of our brain went to this very sinister fight or flight kind of like oh this thing's gonna eat us and kill us or whatever yeah so. you,
1: you go ahead Brent. well as you just say if you ever want to put this to a test where you can see you know two people view something differently just have me and my wife look at anything, and then have us tell you about it. Because whatever I saw is wrong, and whatever she saw is the correct one. And it's amazing. It is amazing that I can just see everything wrong. Hey, uh, I, meet- I, I'm saying that because I know she'll listen to this, and she's gonna yell at me afterwards. That's awesome. Hey, w-
0: what, what do you know? Meet me and Ellie I have the same thing. <laughs> Emily and I have the same thing, and I know she won't listen to me, <laughs> so i I'll say it i think two out of the three of us are safe but which ones mm. Mm. <laughs> um have you guys covered um i'm sorry i'm trying to go back to your catalog no, in fine. my mind um have you guys ever covered the chupacabra or no chupacabra no, <laughs> <The> <laughs> i'm chupacabra. sorry that is the greatest greatest thing ever
1: yeah 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 <laughs> yeah uh no uh no we haven't you know um we've talked to it i think just here and there and you know, uh, a little bit of uh, cryptid talk when we're bringing up things. But no, we haven't. Haven't at all. The goat sucker. The Mexican goat sucker. You <laughs> know,
0: so. Do you have any thoughts on that cryptid?
1: You know, <clears throat> the pictures they show of it, and <laughs> I'm like being total Debbie Downer here, but like I'm just going like in a straight. Circle. Like a lot of times, like when you see the pictures, a lot of times it almost looks like a coyote with mange or something like that. Um, but there's been a lot of sightings. And you remember that, that video from, like, a police dash cam? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. I've seen that before. Yeah. I thing's yeah.
0: It
1: Where you know, it turns it's, its
0: head, and its head's, like... is weird, it, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's got a so, weird... It's, it's dog-looking, but it's weirder shaped.
1: Yeah, so I don't know if you, you... You might have something, like, down there, like, you know, animals with mange or something like that, and people see them, and it doesn't make any sense, and you go, yeah... And it would make sense that they're going after livestock. Animals do that all the time. Uh, wild animals go after goats and and chickens and things like that. So I don't know that it's a, an animal that we don't know of or if it's an animal that's sick or something like that. But they've definitely seen things. And hell, like I said, they have a police video of something weird. And I haven't really looked into that to know if that's been debunked or explained as not debunked, but... Saying that it's this, that, or the other, but uh, it's one of the it's one of the cryptids out there that you know you can kind of give a little bit more oomph to just because of things like that.
0: Uh, so my personal thing on um, the chupacabra, if you want my opinion, which you're, you're listening to this podcast, so no, we can I'm skip good ahead. actually. So we can just skip that. Yeah, <laughs> no, we don't want it. All right, fine, never mind. Um, is I feel like there's the cryptid, like the mythological... The mythos, the the mythological cryptid, the Chupacabra, and then kind of the more real world, what it possibly is. Because I remember when it was first, like, in uh, Puerto Rico, when it was first coming out, it was more lizard-like. It was more yeah. this lizard creature. And then now we're getting more of this, like, canine-looking mm-hmm. yeah. creature. Which, I'm not saying lizards and well, I mean dog-like creatures are similar but I'm like there's enough of a difference there that I think one thing might be lore one thing might be something that's truly happening
1: right and or or you just go to Skinwalker Ranch and just say it's all happening because <laughs> <laughs> they, they got dogmen and lizard people and monsters and lights and everything there so probably all, all probably
0: some world. radio communications too that no. are going weird and everything <laughs> mm-hmm. um I, and okay, I'm I'm gonna be a Debbie Downer and you're a Debbie Downer real quick there there sir <laughs> um, I I'm not like a diehard Marth man thing. It's just always fun to talk about in my opinion, but I I I can't believe that that story. Like it makes sense, but I'm like there there's got to be something else.
1: It definitely isn't fun, and it definitely does sound like something the military would go yeah. That was us. I mean, I I I, I believe the yeah. first you
0: had on. I've listened to that episode, but I want to be like, I, that, no, please, give me this one. Give thing. me this, please. Right. I need it. Yeah. So, so that's my. I don't. I don't know if you had anything you wanted to continue with. Uh, so,
2: one thing I thought of uh, some uh, a villain uh, for oh, okay. for our connected okay. universe. Uh, kind of going with the West Virginia thing.
0: All right, the smile, the grinning man. The Grinning Man. So, you brought this up earlier, and, and I, I want to creep everyone listening out some more. Um, <laughs> you said that you had a name come to you in your dream. Yes. What if that's the name of the Grinning Man?
2: What is what? What if that's the name of the Grinning Man? <laughs> so, it's specifically, so the name was Marco Walker. It was Marco Lee Walker. I had a full name, but I was like, that's probably not important for this. But yes, that was his
1: you full name. You put the Lee in there, and he immediately becomes a serial killer. Yep you know what i mean like marco lee walker
0: marco lee walker grinning man and literally the grinning man yeah it sounds exactly like you it, know just i i think you have given the name to the grinning man i think you have officially named him now which um okay once again uh Mr. i'll find a new name for my guy because that does fit very well for him. It, it it does it, it does it's it's really weird that that you came up with like the perfect name um have you guys ever covered that or sleep paralysis stuff like that before? Yeah, and- well,
1: so we've done. Well, so the grinning man is supposedly like one of the Men in Black, right? Was just uh, they, allegedly like they,
0: injured, cold, so, so on. We so did, forth. we did.
1: We we referenced it when we did an episode on the Men in Black. And another thing the Men in Black would do is like if they weren't the, the grinning, like they had like the the blank faces with like the red lipstick, just horribly stupid looks, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> And then sleep paralysis. We did because we did an episode on uh, on shadow people. Now it wasn't just strictly sleep paralysis, but we did talk to a couple of people that suffer from sleep paralysis. I don't. Thank God, that is a terrifying thing. Yep, I've had
2: it happen once or twice. And Have it is you really? Scary as hell. It's it's yeah. It's that weird like like it's. I remember I was laying in bed and I woke up and it just felt like something horrifying was just sitting on me and i never sleep on my back i just don't find it very comfortable and for whatever reason i oh because i think i had had like i think i had a cold so i was like kind of propped up on some pillows but like they'd slip Mm -hmm. behind so i was like flat on my back and i just i couldn't move and i remember it was like i was i was lifting weights almost like trying to push this feeling off of me and i woke up in like a cold sweat and was like i hate everything i'm terrified and i didn't sleep the rest of the night
1: Right, and, and that's a, you know, your body just secretes these th- hormones that make yeah. you not move. That's terrifying to think, like, but that you, you blast your consciousness open and your body's still like, nope, can't move. And it's always people feel like someone's on them, someone's yep. pulling them down. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and the shadow people that, you know, a lot of people say they see and stuff like that, you know, there's so many examples of that and so many reasons or not. But, man... Uh <laughs> none of it's fun when you look into like the grinning man and the well there's the grinning man and then there's the man with the hat you know as as, as far as like uh mm-hmm. not not a uh, uh uh men in black but one of the shadow people and stuff like that. Yeah. But there's a lot of these like same entities that people say they see and things like that and it's just so fascinating.
0: So what I'm I feel like I'm giving you an extended promo for your show in multiple episodes. But, <laughs> That's um, Hysteria
1: 51. New episodes every Monday night.
0: <laughs> um, so, I, I guess the, the last thing in there that, that we talked about that hasn't been, like, openly discussed is the Men in mm. Black now. Mm-hmm. So, well, it's Will Smith, of course. D- it does. It's, it's Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones, and I guess... Um, no,
2: we don't say the other
1: ones. Okay, cool. <laughs> Alright, I'm good then. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no international. Okay.
0: <laughs> I I kind of want to watch it out of morbid curiosity. Same. I haven't seen it and I I, I got to see how it.
1: Just watched is. it like a week ago. It was it was not good.
0: Oh. Like like what level of not
1: good? There was no redeeming qualities over either of the characters and I kind of wanted them both to die. <laughs> it was cool. the best way to put it. Uh like I just didn't feel like and the humor was was forced. It just it was not it just didn't seem like a good movie to me for some reason. So are um,
0: are you saying it would have been a better movie if we had Tom Holland in it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if
1: this was a Tom Holland vehicle, <laughs> it, it would have been okay. And I found out so I actually looked online and I found out that what is her name? Like Tessa Thompson and mm-hmm. Chris Imsworth. They both hired private writers. And were allowed to rewrite and punch up their own dialogue. And so it was just this uh, conundrum of junk. Uh, yeah.
0: I feel like you, so need, no to, thank you. need to get something out of your system. <laughs>
2: Huh? Like, oh no! Yeah. It's just that I'm groaning because that's a terrible idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, 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 no.
0: That's a horrible idea. <laughs> I was I was waiting for you to be like, uh, I was one of the writers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I wouldn't uh, take any credit for that. <laughs> I've never even I seen needed it. Needed the money. <laughs> so, uh, so the Men in Black. Where 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 do we land as a as a consensus on them?
1: Man, it's kind of it's so interesting to me. Like you have a lot of people, and some of the people that said they were having these visitations were. People that were credible sources. Now you have people that say that they were these blank-faced, you know, nothingness, and the other people just say that they were, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like federal agents Uh of some sort. And a lot of these happened at a time when, uh, you know, we came out of World War II, uh, and people still just trusted their government someone comes over you let them in and you talk to them i it wouldn't surprise me at all that there was some sort of agency that was using people like that but then you get into ones where they the people they make you know coins disappear and they materialize and things like that that's getting out there and that's that's something i can't say yes or no to but were there people out there probably doing this that were referred to as men in black that were actually of some official Thing, Yeah. And I also think there were people that were probably doing it uh, nefariously and using it as scare tactics towards people. Um, there's some examples of that were uh, almost like they were stalking people, making them think that they were the men in black. It was probably Joe Schmo, you know, uh, who was trying to mess with you kind of thing.
0: Well, I know there's plenty of accounts of like men in black or government Someone claiming to be with the government taking evidence, and then it's gone.
1: Yeah. Right, Everything. and that's kind of what I... So that's what I was getting at with, the, uh, you know, you trusted your government a lot more, I think, at those times. I'm saying that because some of these accounts were in the 50s and early 60s and mm-hmm. things like that. And when they come in and you go, and they and someone says, like, oh, I need this, you go, okay. You know, well, now it's a lot different, but then... I think it was a. I hate this term, but it was a different time then, you know. And I think that people really did uh, trust government people a little bit more. And then when you look back on it, you go, "Hey, man, what's going on?" And then you've lost all of your information that you had. If you had any evidence of anything that happened, it's gone. And don't forget, no matter what, you know, after Project Blue Book, when they say, you know, we are not investigating. Uh, UFOs anymore they were always investigating UFOs and that's came out recently mm-hmm. to what extent I don't know and I don't think a lot of people probably know for sure but it wouldn't it it definitely would make sense that they had agents and people go out and and doing things in the field and, and scare tactics you know they had Richard Doty worked for the Air Force and drove a gentleman named Paul Benowitz mad telling mm-hmm. him that aliens were real as disinformation they weren't above ruining and killing a man same as because he, he he went crazy uh that's scary to think things that the government has 100% done so what do they do that we don't know dun
0: dun dun, dun. you know <laughs> uh so on that note i've got a quick story I, I don't know if I've I've told it before, but I've never. Um, I know it was on a friend of the show's podcast, and we disguised my voice for it. And now I'm just like I, I I have no problem telling it. It's just I kind of wanted to kind of keep it a little more secret, but now I'm like boys.
2: He's about to tell the story. Take your positions. What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, it is me, Bustin' Tinger, not <laughs> Justin Zinger. Gene <laughs> <Jean> Parmesan.
2: <laughs>
1: ah! So,
0: um, so back like a little bit after I got out of high school, I think it was 2006, um, uh, April, actually April of 2006 It was about two o'clock in the morning and, um, I was driving home and I had to go over a mountain to go home. And my friends were going to their houses and they had to drive on a separate road. That was about, we were about five miles apart. Well, about two, 10 ish in the morning, bright flash in the sky bright flash lit up everything and like right before it happened i glanced up and saw what looked like a blue object bright flash nothing i even turned around went back down because i was like oh is that a flare or something like what's going on so i went back down the mountain i had drive up didn't see anything on the mountain uh i actually ironically enough just to show how into the paranormal and stuff i've always been i double checked the time yeah. On my phone, on my car, and on my watch. They all matched. Because I was like, if one of these is off, this is going to be a rough night. So I was like, okay, everything matches. This probably, I just probably just saw something. I don't know what it was. I'm not going to think about it right now. I'm tired and I want to go home. So I drove home. Next day, me and one of my friends, who was driving separately, were hanging out. And he's like, hey, man, did you see that blue flash in the sky? And I'm like, hmm. what? <laughs> So he describes it, and, I, and we describe it to each other, and we're like, we saw the same thing. What was it? I don't know, man. We saw something strange. Sent our third friend. We meet up with him after he's done with work. Don't prompt him, but just said, hey, man, how was your trip home last night? Like, just to get him to tell, like, didn't say, we saw something strange, dude, did you see? We said, hey, how was your trip home last night? After we got, you know, after we were all done hanging out. He's like, dude, you wouldn't believe what I saw. Describe the exact same thing now we were five miles apart driving in different directions so what was it well i'll I'll jump ahead to say now i've concluded it was probably just a meteorite or something i mean maybe as much as i want to be like i saw a ufo i'm yeah i did legitimately see an unidentified object but my realistic side is like it was probably a meteor or something
1: so flash- yeah, things that you see in the sky are hard to, mm-hmm. I am not a meteorologist, I am not a, a person who's uh, adept at identifying planes, things like that, you know, and so when you see things, it's hard to, to understand what you're seeing. I got a case in point, when I was younger, a bunch of us saw this thing shoot across the sky and it was like boom, boom, boom several explosions. It was in the middle of the night and these explosions were lit up with color. I had no Whoa. idea what it was. For years I had no idea what it was. And I was interviewing a gentleman named Mac Maloney and he um he was a he worked with the government in like skunk works and stuff like that he you know and he he was a contractor. And I tell him that he's like, Oh, yeah, like donuts on a rope that lit up and as soon as he said that I go, Yeah, I never even thought of it that way. He goes you saw a ramjet engine on a plane. though it would have been classified, but at night, those explosions, and then, so he's like, Google real quick, ramjet engines, donut on a rope. Sure enough, that's exactly what it was. So, for years, I was like, I have no idea what I saw, and then, unfortunately for me, but fortunately, it had a really mundane explanation, whereas for years, I'm like, I have no idea what I saw. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But... And a blue light is weird because that's not like a light that they have on wings or stuff like that. And the blue's interesting, you know. Well, like but I said, I it was that
0: it... split second I saw it, and they saw it too. So I mean, could be anything. But here's the part where it gets strange. Because like I said I've kind of concluded I saw a meteor.
1: Did your butthole hurt the next day? <laughs> is that where it gets strange? Yes. Um. You get, you get, no. You take so... a probing.
0: <laughs> so a few weeks later my uh grandparents were visiting and my grandfather was um in the military flew flew planes stuff like that for years 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 and years on top of years and was in the military during the times we were speaking of of like the like government like you, you listen to the government you mm-hmm. you know do what do what the government tells you and everything so I was telling my grandmother about this this thing because my mom mentioned She's like, oh, yeah, Justin had something weird happen to him a few weeks ago. And I was telling her. So he walks in, and I'm like halfway through the story. And he goes, oh, you saw a rocket launch or something like that. I'm like, what? And he goes, you saw a rocket launch. Fun fact about Virginia, there ain't no rocket launches in Virginia <laughs> normally. So I was like, i would pretty sure I would have been able to see that somewhere on something. He goes, no, that's that's definitely what you saw. So I was like, okay, well, let me keep telling you about it. Maybe it's not that. So he just kept going on with like, you 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 don't know what you saw. He even said you probably saw swamp gas or something. And I'm I went arguing you... off of
1: Venus, right? Yeah, it's always swamp
0: gas. Yeah, and I I mean I I respect my grandfather, love him to death, but I was like sitting there and I'm like, you've gotta be, ju- I'm not saying just I saw a UFO, and he's like
1: again. Literally, that's what he's been told his whole life to tell people. Mm-hmm. Kicking in, he doesn't even... It's it's like muscle memory, you it, know?
0: It was, and that's the thing. I'm like, because he, he just basically ended with, you don't know what you saw, and you better stop talking about it because you don't know what it was. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And he walks out, and my grandmother and my mom just kind of shrug and just go back to what they were doing. And I, like I said, it's just one of those things I'm like... I, like, I wasn't upset with him or anything, so I was like, I just feel like I just got a dose of, like, I don't think he's ever told people, but I'm wondering if he got told that <laughs> at some point in his right. career. Or was told that by, like, a superior from him. And that's the kind of the mindset that where a lot of these men in black stuff come from is from this area where you just, if someone came in and they had authority, you just kept your mouth, you, you kept your clam shut about whatever you saw or heard. Mm -hmm. and then now in this day and age we're very much like no i'm gonna tell the entire world make a blog about it Mm -hmm. so so yeah so so anyways that's 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 my quick story but yeah the rant when you said the donuts on a rope i'm like i've seen those images before i didn't know that's what it was but i've seen like um cloud formations caused by jets and stuff and i
2: i just i was sitting here and i was like you know everyone always says the swamp gas thing and i'm like i want to see if someone has ever actually photographed swamp gas doing something and this was the first hit it's just called swamp gas
0: it's got a ufo in it <laughs> it's, just, it's just very clearly a ufo <laughs> but they're like oh it's swamp gas <laughs> <laughs> all right um I, I don't know if anyone else had anything i know we kind of got sidetracked from just talking about fun paranormal stuff but i mean i think this is what this is going to devolve into anyway so eh. but, what would our uh,
2: listeners who would they exactly. who would who, which which cryptids are cryptological or paranormal thing would you have come into our extended uh multiverse or our joined universe
0: shared universe i i agree i would love to hear from some listeners on who they think would make a good comic book or superhero or super whatever cryptid i bet
2: there might be some uh some beings with some tall hands coming into the fold i hate
0: that fact that that exists oh, <laughs> my, so much oh anyways um Mr. Bradhand, uh where can people find more from you and your new network?
1: Uh yeah. Yeah, we are doing our little thing right to the fourth hand network. We started that up. Uh, it's tons of shows that are that cover all sorts of topics from, from paranormal to coin collecting to mental health to pop culture, and if you're interested in checking out any of the shows on 4th Hand, you can just go to 4th Hand, dot dcom and then I host Hysteria 51, which is at Hysteria51.com, and you can find us on any you know Apple, Spotify, Pandora, anything out there you can find us if you want to listen to us, and our, we try to have a, a, a fun, lighthearted take on anything for Fortiana world out there, the Fortian... Um, mysteries and weird history and uh, occasional true crime and stuff like that. So if you want to hear any of that, Hysteria51.com. Isn't ratter Fad back too? It is, slowly. My wife and I, it's it's a show that I did actually years ago and I would put it on hold and then my wife and I are doing it just for fun on the side here and there. We're releasing about one, one a month. Radder Fad looks at 80s and 90s shows and sometimes big ones sometimes ones that you might not have remembered and we look at them and see if that they if they were still awesome if they were rad or if it was just a turd a fad that, <laughs> that needs to have went away and uh, we've been watching eight t- the reason we're only doing one a month is we've kind of got into these enjoying some of them you know and <laughs> then we end up watching seasons of something and then it's like well there's only two more seasons we might as well, just might as well. It, you know and so yeah yeah she had just binged all like 10 seasons of friends and that's when we started oh Oh my gosh yeah uh seasons
0: three through six if i remember correctly are the only ones i care about once they get once chandler and monica get married like after that i don't care i don't care after that in my I actually
1: agree i actually agree with that well you you can not care some more because it's the reunions coming out soon.
0: Oh uh, God! I keep seeing stuff for that. I don't. Yeah, ugh.
1: HBO Max is going to have it.
0: Uh. So um. So so quick on the spot, rider fad, teenage mutant ninja turtles. I, I want to ruin Eric's day. Maybe. Oh, it's.
1: I mean, it's totally rad. It, oh, okay. It's the. It's a juggernaut. Ruin it now. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> it's, a, it's. It's a juggernaut that is still producing. Heck, I just watched. Uh, Batman vs. Teenage Ninja Turtles, that, yeah. that uh, cartoon so that good. came out a couple years ago. That was so actually good. a lot of fun.
0: And you can you know? check out our episode discussing that on, I don't remember what episode number it is, but there is one where me and Eric do discuss.
2: It was in them last summer, I think.
0: Yes, so definitely check that out from last year's batch of Podcast episodes. Uh, Also, if you want cool crossover stuff, I know we're we're not going to get into it. I'm just going to throw this out there real quick for a super 80s 90s reference: Uh, Turtles and My Morphin' Power Rangers. The Turtles, it's Morphin' time. Yeah, Yeah.
2: they're 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 totally doing a crossover. Oh, have have you seen uh,
0: them actually in the like actual? Morphin like
2: the turtles yeah do they get to do they get to morph? i'll,
0: I'll show you some please stuff show me afterwards because I, I was actually stuff. just thinking I,
2: I'm, I'm waiting for the run to finish because I, I know i'm going to want to watch because I, I made that mistake with, uh power rangers uh justice league yeah where i started that one as it was going on and i still have like one issue left i've never finished but um i i'm waiting for the turtles one to be done so i can just read the whole thing at once
1: you know, but the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles family ties crossover episode wasn't very good. Where I, they all I, just had dinner with Alex P. Keaton. That, is, that one didn't. That is so
2: one of my guilty pleasures. Of that episode, like I like where where uh, he helped them with debate prep when uh, Shredder made the debate the debate ray. But then they taught him. They taught Alex P. Keaton how to skateboard. It was really cool. This is the dumbest thing ever.
1: Cowabunga. <laughs>
2: <Reaganomics>. <laughs> Reagan, It's still one of my things I say. Uh, Reganomics. I was like, what? <laughs> like three people get it. So I like when people get it. Yay. <laughs> so and you brought it up before I even brought that, it up. So yeah. that's awesome.
0: So, of course, you can find Zingness on the 4th Hand Network. 4th Hand! Woo! Yeah! Uh, you... Yeah, you can also find Zygnus on uh, wherever you, wherever else you find great podcasts. We can find us on Facebook, Twitter, if you want to tweet at us who you think would be a great comic book cryptid. Um, you can also find us on Instagram, at Zygnus Podcast. Also on Patreon. And we would like to thank Riku, who is our newest patron, who will be getting us discussing... Papa John's Pizza. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, you're so lucky. Yes, you're good, so good, lucky. Good well, financial yeah. decision for me. <laughs> I had 40 Papa John's pizzas in the last 30 days. <laughs> Uh, we, we ate it for the last really
1: meal It's really sweaty you just can't <laughs> see it right
0: now you know? he's, he's giving you all he's legit
2: giving you all a taste of
0: what we recorded. <laughs> Yeah, he, he, really, he really is but if you want more stuff like that check out our patreon uh definitely there's tons of great content on there that we do as well and uh finally we will see you guys next week some more Nerdy Thank you. pop culture. Thank you so
1: much for having me. I enjoyed it. Yeah, this is fun content.
0: Yes, um, again, you have to come back for some pop culture, some straight up pop culture stuff. Yeah, always.
1: You fun. know, and uh, I, I'm always available for more uh, chupacabra action at any time.
0: I want to I, I want a spec script by the end of the day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but we get to hire we but the, we get to hire our own writers to write lines in the
0: middle of it. Yeah, you, right. You, you, you know, know like, who's, who's the
1: I go. can't get it by the end of the day because I'm having my Chupacapra <laughs> tattoo filled in later today. <laughs> so.
0: You know who's the perfect age for Chupacapra? Who? Of course, uh, Tom Hillston. No, wait, not, not Tom Hilton. Um, <laughs> Tom Holland. Tom Holland. There we go. <laughs> Tom Holland <laughs> plays all of our characters. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll see you guys next week. been listening to a fourth hand joint